Want to attune to lunar vibrations and cosmic cycles? Welcome to the Lunar Lightworker podcast. This podcast will deeply connect you on a whole other level with ancient lunar and cosmic cycles. Align and become as one with the movement and energetic impact of these magnificent planetary bodies. I'm your host Zoe Whitehead and I'm passionate about the moon and cosmic cycles and their energetic impact. I'm a soul-led coach and founder of the beautiful Lunar Lightworker membership, my signature program. I work with women who are empathic lightworkers and moon lovers, who have a sensitivity to energy and a curiosity and connection with the moon and cosmic astrological activity. A new episode is released every Thursday. Tune in to get deep moon and cosmic wisdoms and guidance on how to harness these powerful cycles and energy for release, clarity, growth and spiritual expansion. I'm very happy for you to be here and I'm grateful for your ongoing support and listenership. If this episode has resonated with you, please subscribe or follow the Lunar Lightworker podcast for weekly episode notification. And come and find me over at Instagram at Lunar Lightworker. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Lunar Lightworker podcast. This is Zoe Whitehead, the host of Lunar Lightworker. And yeah, big welcome back this week. So we've just had a full moon in Gemini rising. And I feel like the energies are kind of shifting. We're getting into a more lighter, sociable energy um quite sort of creative inspirational and we we have a lot of mars energy as well that kind of warrior warrior-esque energy so i don't know about you guys but i've been feeling really in my doing i've been getting a lot of stuff done and and it feels good that the full moon was quite emotional i did feel it to be really really emotional actually thinking about it and it's it was a beautiful one. Hopefully you, you had a chance to get out and see that. But there was a beautiful glow to it. And I really, really have enjoyed connecting with it this time. We had a a moon circle last night, my in-person in gathering last night in this beautiful place where we now go to. And it was, we were out in the moonlight around the fire and doing our releasing ritual and looking at all the cosmological uh, impacts and or, or influences and how, how how that's all impacting us and it's funny I was talking about Mercury and retrograde and the till we were in the cafe so we we had a chance to buy drinks and biscuits and cakes and whatnot and the till just packed up and I was like yeah mercury retrograde it's um we're definitely feeling these cosmic influences coming through right now so let's get down to today's episode this is something that well often a lot of my episodes are inspired by kind of personal experiences but I have definitely been navigating the can't have it all syndrome. I called it that and the title of of this 
episode is navigate the can't have it all syndrome in three steps. Now, like I said, this is something that I've definitely been experiencing recently, definitely this year. And it for me, it's always when I have success. You know, I've had success in in things that I've been doing in my personal life, in the business, and I've been seeing quite a lot of it at the moment. And there's this distinct pattern that plays out um, when when I have success. It's it's like I have all this kind of self sabotaging stuff that rises up for me and I don't always recognize it in the moment and I wanted to talk to you about that because I know that these energies are expansive right now so I'm sure that you yourselves are experiencing personal successes or career success or or relationship success or whatever I know you will be and I don't want you to fall into the same rabbit hole that I've, I've, I've kind of found myself in from time to time. And I, and I wanted to explain what I mean by this and give you some examples so that you can identify this spot, this when it is playing out for you. And like I said, it's always on the back of some sort of success. And, and it's almost like it's this fear of failure that we get following that. It, it kind of rises almost straight away. And that I start to think I won't be able to maintain it. I won't be able to maintain the success or I feel resistance to it. Like, you know, I I think, oh, God, am I going to have to be doing this every day? Or, you know, whatever it is when I actually love what I do. Um, and, and interestingly enough, I've, I've seen parts or aspects of my life unraveling a little bit recently you know, I was getting to a point where I was starting to think, oh, something's going to happen to the boys. I was actually thinking that. It's almost like I can't have success in the business and have success in my personal life, in my relationships and in whatever. It's so uncanny and it's, and it's, it's immediate. These thoughts rise immediately. And I really want you to be able to recognize them like, I am able to recognize them. Sometimes I, do, you know, sometimes I do get stuck in it. I, I have to be honest, but you know, I'm getting quicker and quicker at recognizing it in the moment. So that that's a good thing. That's a change that I can see. And you know, like I said, I did start to see a bit of unraveling. You know, I was making mistakes and and just and that is one thing that that's a core wounding of mine. I do not like to show my vulnerability I don't like to make mistakes I want to appear I, I, I'm a bit of a perfectionist perfectionist I have to admit and I feel like at the base of it I feel like people won't like me if I make mistakes if I'm seen to make mistakes and they will question my authority and it's all of this and it's all of these things started to unravel and unfold for me. And I felt really, I've been feeling really uncomfortable at times. And I, you know, I pulled out my journal and I sat down and I've been having to do that over, you know, over quite a few days to really get to the bottom of what's going on. And this is a pattern that's been with with me for for as long as I can remember. Even when I was teaching in mainstream schools, I, you know, I would always just remember the negatives about a lesson when you're always going to get negatives and positives obviously and I, w- I could only fixate on the negatives and just 
not see all the positives that were going on and it just it would haunt me and and it still does I've seen this rising up for me recently where I was just haunted and not able to sleep because I'd made a couple of mistakes and you know I had to kind of fess up and I felt really uncomfortable about it and it was just horrible it really put me in a spin but you know when I was able to sort of sit down with my journal and say okay let's just turn this on on its head let's see what's going on here you know what is the learning and that's probably the the um you know one of the first steps is recognizing the learning you know recognizing that this is just self-sabotage and fear rising up following that success um you know and it's part of this can't have it all syndrome so you know, journaling and what, or just sitting down and, and deep reflection around what is the learning. The, when you turn that around, it just takes off the edge, um, you know, rather than just focusing on the fact that you've made those mistakes or that you don't feel you can have it all or just look at it from that perspective because that's why you're feeling uncomfortable. It's these old patternings that are rising to the surface allowing you to see them recognize them and let go of them eventually or chip chip away at them so that's my first step second step is the reparenting self-soothing so just sitting with myself just saying to myself that I am loved because that that's how it get it, it it manifests for me is that I don't feel loved I feel switched off if I make a mistake I don't feel good enough and it's it's a terrible thing and it feels very childlike because it is inner child wounding that's surfacing here it feels very deep and beyond that I would say so I have to really soothe myself, calm myself, reparent myself, talk to myself as if if it was a child that I was talking to who's, you know, made a mistake and feels absolutely mortified and, and I talk to her in the same way and that's really powerful in itself and I take time to do that. I might even bring that into the journaling practice. It's it's It all depends where, I, where I'm at, what I'm doing in the moment and when I need it really. So that's my second step. So first step is recognizing it, recognizing the learning in it, all of those things, recognizing that it's self-sabotage fear that's simply rising for me, following on from the success. Step two is self-parenting or reparenting, you know, whatever that looks like for you. That's really, really powerful. And then number three, what I do, once I get myself into that kind of higher space, you know, that, that those, those first two steps really help to shift that fear because fear is never comfortable and it can really take you out of yourself and take you away from your heart center. So it's really difficult to be, to be more sovereign around it. So so I then bring in these kind of higher frequency thoughts and I start to talk to myself and I guess that is part of the reparenting as well, but it's like that higher level. And, you know, I think, well, okay, you're feeling like you're not enough. You've made a mistake. You're feeling like you're not enough. This is triggering you. But also know that there is an overflow of cosmic opportunity. Just because you've made those mistakes 
Just because you've tasted success does not mean that you're going to be able to have that for yourself. There is an overflow of opportunity. There's an overflow of abundance. Whatever it is that you're trying to bring in, whatever success looks like to you, that's an overflow. That's not going to be taken away from you because you've made a mistake. It may your flow may may stop or a little bit or stagnate a little bit if you're fixating on the mistakes and feeling like you're not good enough. That is when you're disconnecting. So that flow will slow down. But as soon as you get back to that heart-centered space, you will see that it starts to regenerate again. And it's all about you coming back to that space, coming back to that centered still loving, heart-centric space. That's what you need to be doing. That's where you need to be at. And, you know, you, you knowing, and I say to myself, you know, I'm encoding abundance into my being. I'm, I'm activating my wealth codes. And this is what, what I want to do. I want to do that for myself. And I have to embody this. I'm, I'm stepping into my abundance. I'm stepping into my wealth. I'm, you know, whatever that looks like for me, I'm stepping into my success. This is a higher expression of me. And, I want to really embody that so it it sticks around and I become used to that. It's almost like I'm stepping into a new, higher version of me. And from there, I know that once I know what that feels like and I get used to that feeling, I can move from that space with more certainty and trust in this infinite source. So it's just ways that I talk to myself. You know, I... I know that it can be an uphill struggle, you know, when you found that success and you're creating abundance. But it's 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 almost like you 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 have to say to yourself, this is going to be easier. I am gonna bring this flow in. You know, I've decided enough is enough. I don't wanna be in scarcity, I don't wanna be in struggle, I wanna move forward with more ease, grace, and flow. And, you know, there's power in that decision. And this is what, when you talk to yourself with these higher frequency thoughts, this really starts to become easier for you. You know, I say to myself things that I can absolutely bring flow through my gifts. I can absolutely bring abundance through, through my, through my purpose. I can work to my sole purpose. I, when I'm working in my passion, things just come to me, I magnetize it. And these are the sorts of things that I tell myself. And then I sit back and I watch the magic happen. I think also, probably one of the biggest things for me at the the beginning, and I was talking to a client about this the other day, is that when you decide that enough is enough, that's a real game changer and you'll start to see things shifting. Um, you know, but knowing that this kind of self-sabotage, um, this can't have it all syndrome will rise, the fear will rise. That's inevitable because that's what's been keeping you back and keeping you small. You know, it's just, oh no, you know, stay in your comfort zone. You know, you're not going to be exposed, you're not going to be vulnerable, you're not going to make mistakes, so keep yourself small. It's easier. That's what you think in your head, but it's it's not, is it? Because if you're a multi-passionate person and, and you're a light worker and you're expansive and you want to work through your gifts, whatever that looks like for you, 
you're not going to stay put. You just, you're just not made to be small. You're here to share your light. You're here to impart your wisdoms. And, you know, you're going to feel really frustrated if you're, if you're holding yourself back in some way. Another thing I like to tell myself as well is that I have as much ability to manifest as the next person. There's no reason why I cannot do that. I know it's my divine right. It is, I know it's your divine right. You have, you are constantly co-creating, whether it's negative things or positive things, you're always doing that. And if you're consciously co-creating things for yourself, then even better, but you have just as much right to be as abundant as the next person, whatever that abundance looks like for you. You have as much ability as the next person and probably more so if you're consciously working on it. And, you know, you have the same amount of potential as anyone else. And the other thing I like to say to myself is that, you know, you are safe, you're loved, you're cherished, you're honoured, you're always always provided for and I want to say that to you as well because I know that to be the case and I hope that you do as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. This is something that is really really close to my heart as a lot of these episodes are. It's something that I've been experiencing on and off and again quite recently and I wanted to share that with you because I know that we all go through this at some level and I know it's going to help all of you. So let's just recap on those three steps for navigating the can't have it all syndrome. So firstly recognize that the thoughts that are coming up following your success is self-sabotage and fear and you know, this this can absolutely absolutely be shifted for yourself. Number two, to start self self soothing, reparenting yourself. You know, doing whatever it takes to shift shift you into a better space around it. You know, whether that's journaling or just sitting down with yourself and allowing yourself to move through those emotions. Whatever you do, you choose to do is perfect for you. And number three, all of these sort of thoughts and feelings that I like to bring into myself once I've shifted my mindset a little bit and my consciousness I like to bring through these thoughts you know that I trust in in this source that I have as much ability to manifest as as another that I'm encoding in abundance into myself that I can you know, that, that I'm just keeping myself small and there's no need to do that. You know, if I make mistakes, it's okay. It's it's what's the learning behind these or in these mistakes and move forwards with that. And that can be really, really positive. And once you start to own these truths for yourself, you become unstoppable. Once you know that you are a powerful co-creator and you can absolutely do that consciously, you become unstoppable and that you are enough just as you. You don't need to... You see, this is something else I did notice with me is when I make make mistakes, more so when I make mistakes, I overcompensate when really it's about me being enough as me. As long as I'm learning from those mistakes, I am enough. You are enough. And when you really embody that and believe that about yourself, you are unstoppable. You are magnetic. Okay, so I really hope that, and I know, well, I know that 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 is going to help you. So two further ways that you can support yourself. 
You can embrace the magic of the moon with me and join my exclusive moon gathering membership for women and spiritual seekers who cherish sisterhood and lunar alignments. And there's two ways you can do that. It's There's online membership. There's an online membership we gather bi-monthly for the full and the new moons. Or you can come to my in-person gatherings if you are local to me. I'm in Leicestershire, UK. And if this is something that's speaking to you, then I would love to see you. At the moment, we have full moon gatherings, full moon circles, with a view to opening up new moon gatherings as well. And I'd love for you to come and dive deep into the cycle, share your insights and foster meaningful connections because that's really what we're all about. I'm a space holder and I love that community. I love gathering women together so, so that we can be in harmony, witness, celebrate each other. It's, it's just such a beautiful thing. It was so magical last night. I really, really enjoyed it. And secondly, another way you can support yourself is grab my free full moon meditation for clarity and release. We are just coming to the end of that full moon phase. We're in that waning moon now. You can see it in the sky. So I'm going to include the link in this week's show notes so you can get that for yourself. And and it's a really beautiful, powerful full moon visualization. I love it. All right, my lovelies. So just wanted to say thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting the podcast. I really, really appreciate that. Don't forget to leave a review or share this with other other women, other light workers, other empaths who you feel may benefit too. And just want to wish you a beautiful week. And I'll be back next week with another episode of The Lunar Lightworker. Bye.